You 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 know I D I D in the D in the town all day. I D I D in the D in the F E A. You know I D I D in the D in the town all day. I D I D in the D in the F E A. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Fabulous Pelton Cast. I'm your co-host Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Garcino. And we are coming to you from separate locations. I'm in Seattle, Washington, home of the four-time WNBA champion Storm. And I'm coming to you from Maui, Hawaii, home of future UW rivals in the WAC conference, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Oh, Let's no. get it, baby. I mean, I, I should I have said from the home of the University of Washington? I, I can we even be certain about that at this point? I guess. Uh, yeah. You remember? Zach Lowe joke. Oh my God. Look, we all heard your appearance on the Zach Lowe podcast. Oh, can we even be sure UW's going to be in Seattle anymore? <laughs> God. Anyway, go on, go on. We learned some things. You remember when the Pac-10 expanded to 12 teams and there was the Facebook group when I was your age, the Pac-12 had 10 teams? Well, the good news is, whatever age you are now, the Pac-12 has 10 teams again. For the time being, yes. They don't include UCLA and they don't include USC. A, A story broken by John Wilner on Thursday morning while we were all trying to process... NBA free agency being hours away from starting and no one was pondering conference realignment in college sports. And then all of a sudden John Wilder breaks that UCLA and USC are going to the big 10. And it was done by that the is, end of the day. That was a left field move right there. I guess what, what was your, what was your initial reaction to this? Was your initial reaction? Like you saw the story, is it done or what, what were you thinking at that point? You were just thinking on Kevin Durant. yeah pretty much i think the durant thing hadn't yet broken at that point it was like 20 minutes later i mean i can't even believe it it was it was shortly thereafter like people were asking for an emergency pod yesterday like hawaii time (laughs) this is this is not gonna be happening guys uh i mean i i wondered if there was some sort of you know negotiating ploy with the with the pac-12 In hindsight now, it's obvious that this was already a done deal. It it didn't necessarily seem like that at the moment. No, it it was clearly finished. I mean, when we saw it, it it was clearly over at that second when we knew it became a real thing. And the second that we saw that, not only was the Pac-12 completely flipped upside down, but college football in general. And that's what I want to talk to you about is we haven't talked about this, right? We, We have exchanged no words about UW, college ball realignment, anything about this. And I'm kind of just curious to get your initial thoughts on it and what we should be expecting, what you even want to have happen here going forward. So my first thought that I shared in in my NBA group chat was, I, I think this substantially diminishes my interest in college sports, which college basketball, I gotta admit at this point, it's probably more, I'm more interested in it is just it's a means to an end of scouting NBA players than for the basketball itself. Uh, college football there has remained kind of you know a, a sacred thing, the the most important fan experience for me, the only thing to which I have season tickets. And I mean I'm not saying I'm going to stop going to UW football games this year, but whatever the end result of this is, I'm pretty confident it's going to make me less interested in college football. Really. I mean, I already no was to the point. Where UW ends up. Yeah, it already was to the point where I 
I had stopped many years ago caring about any college football. Like I'll watch some of the playoff games, the ones on New Year's Day, maybe not the ones that op- happen opposite NBA games at this point. But like you know, I'll watch I'll watch Michigan, Ohio State, etc. Et but for oh, the most part, you love defense. You love defense. Well, for the most part, all I care about it's is just the fact. Well, UCLA, Big Ten football, baby. <laughs> Oh, the glory days of Pete Carroll and Big Ten football. That man is Big Ten through and through. I mean, I thought the best con- comment was Jimmer saying that when you move to L.A., you'll be going to Big Ten country. Oh, God, I might Which, be moving to Big Ten country. I might not have to move to be in Big, Big Ten country. That, that is that is very plausible. I, I don't know how this is all going to shake out. I mean, the other thought I had was, in hindsight, I wish the Pac-16 idea would have come to pass because – Maybe that conference would have been big. You're talking about Texas and Oklahoma? Right, when it was going to be the six breakaway teams from the Big 12 were coming to the the Pac-10. Was Missouri one of those at this point? I can't remember if they had had already gone to the SEC. Lovely place, lovely place. Would love to visit there. (laughs) Maybe move. Because if it had been the the Pac-16 idea, like ultimately what would have happened is it was basically probably just going to end up being two con- two divisions and you would have had the classic pack eight teams would have all stayed together and played against each other all the time. And maybe you play a conference championship against the Arizona schools and those former big 12 schools. And like, that's fine. That still preserves what the concept of a conference on the West coast is all about. A conference on the West Coast does not that does not include UCLA or USC or UCLA and UC being in the Big Ten. Neither of those things work conceptually. It's really funny because thinking about it as as like the prestige organ like universities in the Pac-12, UCLA doesn't really register. I mean, I guess in basketball, but like this is not a basketball move, right? Like the basketball is irrelevant in this change that happened. I mean, it's a market uh, move. It's not a. It's not an anything move. It's not a USC football tradition move. It's a market move. It, it is. It is a market move, and it's a Fox Sports being based in LA move. And I see that. I'm just like, you know, people were joking a lot yesterday about the like, basically like, is USC ready for this? And they showed the like snowy game, whatever, in fucking Iowa in November. <laughs> and I was like, that's not going to happen. Like where we're headed is a west coast of the big 10 and, and an east coast of the big 10 i don't know that we are headed there because i think what's changed since the pac 16 model is and look we'll see what the state legislatures in washington and oregon and, and i guess california have to say about this what you know there was the idea a few years ago that it's going to be okay we're going to have a split where the five power conferences are going to go off and play by their own rules and not have to worry about what the mac rules are just as there's already a split between the FBS and the FCS within division one. But now it's become clear that the line is drawn higher than that. And Washington state and Oregon state are, are in trouble. I, I totally agree with that, but I, I'm even saying from the perspective of UW and Oregon might be in trouble when it comes to this. Like we might be headed toward a scenario where USC and UCLA, every single road game they play, they're having to head east and a significant distance. I think there is a there is a tiny tiny chance. I think there's a high chance that there are a lot of teams that go with them, or at least a hand, handful of West Coast teams that go with them. There's also a chance that they severely fucked up here. That they got a lot more money in from the TV deal, but also 
that on a practical level, when they're playing these sports, the idea that the concessions are made for Olympic sports or whatever for these schools, like, it's total bullshit. It's one of these situations where it's like, yeah, it's a promise with fucking Mitch McConnell. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't going to mean anything. It's one of these situations where, like, every single time they have to travel, it is going to be brutal traveling. And if we have to be honest about it, these are not prestige programs in either basketball or football long term. And I, I really think about this from the perspective, like, people are very quick to blame Larry Scott. And I get that. But I do think there's there's a Larry Scott was dealt a very bad hand with where the Pac-12 was at the time. It wasn't like you could just take the Pac-12 and say that the Pac-12 was going to get the media deal the SEC was going to get or the Big Ten was going to get because of the place that these universities were, right? Like, in, in Larry Scott's entire tenure as commissioner of the Pac-12, did he ever have a good program from, a, from L.A.? from USC or UCLA. He never had that at any point. This wasn't inheriting Pete Carroll's USC. This was inheriting Clay Helton's USC. And I don't think that those are that desirable of programs. They are on the scale of if you're the Big Ten heading west. But when you're looking at it on the larger scale, I just, I, I don't know if I necessarily see it. I get it as a media market, but I, I do think that these teams are, they are sub some of the larger media markets throughout the country. I mean, you're saying it from a performance standpoint. I I think the bigger concern is from an interest standpoint. And I think that the and West that, Coast that, is a, We've fought about this constantly. We've fought about this constantly. The West Coast does not care about college football in the way that the South, the, 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 the Midwest and the Southeast do. Right? But I think, I think the West Coast is a canary in the coal mine about what it's going to be like throughout the country. Because there's a variety of reasons for this. I, I think part of it is just the evolving role of you know colleges and universities in american life the evolving role of state sponsored colleges in particular and the way that you know even as recently as when we were at UW which is a long time ago but not in the grand scheme of things a long time ago decades ago yeah yeah the idea was a lot of people from state schools like the most likely place you would go you know, if if you were able to go there, was to to the University of Washington, and that's not the case anymore. Like the University of Washington is primarily made up of people not from the state of Washington that don't have the same connection to UW football and UW athletic department in general that we did growing up, and. I think that's going to continue to happen everywhere because there's going to be more money to be made from out of school students. And like, yeah, I mean, at a place like Michigan, we we talked about when I went out there to Ann Arbor, still that is such an enormous campus and football is such an integral part of it that I think it's going to remain a very big part of it there. But is it going to remain a big part of it at Northwestern? At that, that Il- is exactly at Illinois. What I'm yep. No, I don't think it is. Purdue, Illinois, uh, uh, Northwestern. I mean, uh, obviously, we're talking about places where there's not a lot of competition necessarily for uh, high-level competitive sports. Obviously not professional sports, but at this point, when we're talking about college football, we're really talking about professional sports. And the thing to me that, that stuck out the most was, and I want to talk about what's next for UW and Oregon and programs like that, but... The thing that stuck out to me the most was that 
a lot of schools on the inside are feeling themselves right now, right? There are a lot of schools that are like, we're in, we're in the biggest fucking conference. We're getting that media money, right? But the reality is when this shit, when, when the, when the wheel starts turning, it doesn't stop turning. And the reality is if you're Northwestern, if you're Purdue, right? If you're one of these smaller schools, I don't know if it's going to end at this point that you're going to always be in the most powerful organization. And I don't think that the end of this is there is a very powerful Big Ten and there's a very powerful SEC. It might be for a period of time, but there's going to come a time where all of a sudden Ohio State is going to look around and say, why are we making the same amount as Northwestern is? Why are we making the same amount as these other schools are, right? And the same thing is going to happen in the SEC. Why are we as Alabama making the same amount as Vanderbilt is? And just because you're in right now doesn't mean that you're in forever. And I think in this very moment, it feels like there's an insider and an outsider situation. And the teams in the Big Ten are feeling themselves, right? They're loving this. They are like, we're fucking in. We are the in crowd. Pac-12 is out at this point. But that does not mean that that's going to last forever. The same shit that is happening in the Pac-12 is going to happen to these smaller schools in the Big Ten. I would be both excited, obviously, and terrified at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that the history, the past 30 years of college football has taught us, maybe even going back farther than that, is there is no such thing as a sustainable equilibrium. Because it felt like there was when it was like the, you know, the, the, the champion conference championship game model came into vogue in football. And it was like, OK, everybody needs to get into 12 teams and be able to play, have the divisions and play a conference championship game. And it's like, OK, well, that's where it's going to be. And then all sorts of change has happened after that and so on and so forth. And I, I think you're right. And I think I think a lot of people are going to compare this and whatever results from this to the English Premier League. But the difference here is. The English Premier League just basically took the power away from the football association and distributed it to the teams. It didn't change the fundamental nature of the competition. The teams that were in the English first division or whatever they called it pre-EPL uh, were still in the English. We're still in the English Premier League more or less afterwards, other than relegation. You still played all the same rivals. A a a soccer match at the weekend had the same meaning in the EPL as it did before that was created. All of a sudden the meaning that was associated with college football, the idea that we're going to play these same teams every single year for decades and decades has been destroyed. No. And and I totally agree with you. Like I, I think where we are headed and maybe this is a positive is when I really sat down and I thought about what is the best way to draw up college football, right? Because college football is such a stupid fucking organization. And the link between college football and the universities is getting flimsier and flimsier and flimsier as time goes on. Ultimately, I think this is better for the players. And that is the most important aspect. Look, you give me 100 fucking years of history for UW, I give you $1 in a player's pocket. And that is more important to me than Sonny Sixkiller, right? Yeah, but the the travel aspect is not certainly better for the players. If the players were deciding things, I don't think they would, you know, have the uh, road trip from uh, from L.A. to to New Jersey to face Rutgers. But listen, I don't think that is where we're headed. I do not think that we're going to sit down and say one of the 20 most 
important universities in the entire country is Rutgers University. Like that's just that's just the. But that's a that's a I'm talking that's we're talking 20 30 years down the road. That's not not helping the guy who commits to USC who committed to USC last year thinking he was going to play in the Pac-12. I'm saying that this is why he still will for a couple years. I'm saying that the reality is. As this gets going, I think where we end up, and the only thing that I've ended up with mentally that makes the most sense is British Premier League. Like like a top-tier conference, there are these schools that exist at the highest level that want to compete with each other, and they want to have a TV deal with each other, right? They want to have the most, and that's what's going on right now, is everybody is rallying around getting the most that they can out of all of these universities, both competition fan interest tv deal wise right like that's that's basically like the radius and there's some schools that don't fit in that vanderbilt does not add that much value the national market that vanderbilt brings is not bringing that much to the sec tv deal those motherfuckers might not be part of that if all of a sudden they take a step back and they say it can be ohio state michigan oregon washington clemson georgia alabama we can make a division that is those teams because there's nothing stopping that from happening at this point other than these TV deals. I think that is ultimately where we're heading is a, a sort of promotion relegation type league where there's a league of the best teams, the highest tier teams, and then there's a, a league below that and you kind of move throughout it. Like that's the only way that this makes sense because just going and cheering the best markets, I'm not sure if it makes sense fundamentally. Like, it, it feels ultimately what the Big Ten did. It, I would never once say that the Big Ten made the wrong decision by going into the L.A. market, but it's pretty knee-jerk. Ultimately, it's about getting a tiny bit more TV money right now without considering all of the repercussions that exist beyond that. At the same time, we might end up with a situation that looks pretty similar to where we were before because the way that these lines were drawn up we're, we're kind of the right way for them to be drawn up. Like, they're going out and trying to get a few extra dollars for a TV deal. Long term, that's not going to be the end game. You're not going to see a Big Ten in 20 years that is the L.A. schools plus the Midwest schools. It's fucking stupid to even consider that that's the case. <laughs> plus the Northeast schools. Don't forget the Northeast schools are already like, already in the Big Ten. Are, are you seriously telling me that Maryland and Rutgers are that important of markets? UW and Oregon aren't that important to the Big Ten, but Maryland and Rutgers are? It's fucking ludicrous. You know what I mean? I mean, and they are at least <laughs> geographically closer to where the Big Ten is centered. I mean, it, you, you would assume – I mean, look, it costs money to fly places. It turns out it's actually a lot more expensive. expensive. But it costs money for those teams to fly to L.A. as well. Well, that's like, that's what I'm saying. I think so, we have to start from brand new terms. We cannot consider the history at all at this point. We have to start from brand new terms and try to consider what college football is going to look like. Because I think there is a reality that would it shock me if UW and Oregon ended up in ACC? Absolutely not. The Atlantic Coast Conference, the exact other so. coast. Yeah. That would not shock me at all because these things do not matter anymore. I mean, I think ultimately geography will probably have to matter. Like there, there'll be some element of it. I'm not optimistic about it in the short term. I mean, to me, there's two possibilities here. And one is that ultimately the, the way that all of these changes and 
you know, look, I, I say this recognizing who, who my employer is, kind of catering the start times and building the entire schedule around television rather than around the fan experience of attending a game. Maybe it just doesn't matter because all this is is ultimately is reality television programming that's not the you know, that fills a lot of hours for sports networks that need programming. But the other possibility is at some point, if you disconnect college football from all the things that make college football college football, people start to wonder why am I watching this and I don't care about the XFL or whatever spring minor league football is because it's not because of talent. Like the players in those leagues are given their age and experience probably better at that point than players in college football, probably more skilled at that point. But the reason people don't watch those in large enough numbers to make them, you know, financially viable at a high level is because there's, there's, what did Bill James say? The power of meaning. There's no power of meaning when the Seattle Dragons played a team in the XFL in the way that there was when UW played Oregon. And if you take that power of meaning away from college football, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen, you know, in the next 10 years, 20 years, but 50 years down the road, do you completely destroy it in that manner? Possibly. Absolutely. I mean, look, the college football has not faced any sort of legitimate competitors. College basketball has faced much more legitimate competitors than college football has, right? Through these G League teams, right? College football has not at this point faced any sort of market competition whatsoever. You know, the reality is players have to go to college for three years before they can enter the NFL. And that's kind of it. You basically have to go to college. Is there is there a void opening up for somebody to move in at this point who could pick off players? Obviously, there's a lot more money going to college football players, but like, if you were XFL and all of a sudden you could hypothetically pay a player for three years, I don't know what the legality of this is, but you could pay a player for three years to go play in the XFL and then go to the NFL. Would you want to do that? Absolutely you would. Like, I, I think things are about, this is just the start of the change. This is not the end by any means. And it's been happening for a long time, obviously. This wheel's been turning. And the second that it started going, it was never going to stop going. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily like that it's gotten us here. I do like that it's gotten us in the place where I feel like players are probably going to be compensated better. But, like, does this USC and UCLA move mean that players are going to be paid more? I don't know. USC and UCLA are going to be getting paid more. And I think it's honestly, when it comes down to it, it's about fear. And that is the thing that, like, operating out of fear is not necessarily the best way to operate. And I think that's how it works for not only USC and UCLA, I think that's how it operates for fucking Alabama and Georgia and for Ohio State and Michigan, is they see somebody who has more than them and they get fucking terrified that somebody's going to have more. And until there's some sort of regulation of college football, that it is going to be an arms race that is going to go on forever. And that's how we end up in the situation for UW, which is this fear piece. And that's how UW is operating now and how I think they should be operating now, ultimately is they should be in fear that they're being left behind, right? They're For sure. Being, they're being left in this place. That's, that is why this happened. USC and UCLA don't hate the Pac-12 conference. They're not mad at Larry Scott. They're scared that somebody else is going to make more money than them. And let's be real here. This is USC decision too. Like UCLA is coming along because of the power of 
the University of California, Los Angeles. But like USC ultimately, I think, is driving this decision as the most important football organization in Southern California. They're bringing UCLA along as basically their partner. Like this, this is USC has moved to the Big Ten. It's the same believe, type of thing that we're good. I believe what you're trying to say earlier was uh, fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. I mean, it, it's it's the reality of what's going on here. But like, do you see these teams being able to compete in the Big Ten on a practical level? Maybe. I mean, I think that the USC football team is going to be good, but like, I don't think this is from a football perspective. This is this is from a they need they wanted and needed more money, and they were scared that somebody else out there was getting more. They couldn't go to the USC and get that for whatever reason or another. And so the Big Ten was their means to it. And for UW and Oregon, I think there, there is, there's a piece of this where there's been pretty heavily reporting that UW and Oregon have obviously contacted the Big Ten as kind of the two premier organizations that are left on the West Coast from the Pac-12. And there's this, this mentality from the Big Ten of being like, we're fine. We don't need you necessarily. We're good with where we are. And I think ultimately it is a short-sighted vision from the Big Ten to make that perspective. And it's a little bit kind of just fucking bullshit of just being like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. We got our LA schools. We don't need you. And it's like, there's value here that's going on. I grant that you, that California and that the LA market is one of the biggest markets in the country. I'm not sure if that's the case college football-wise, but that it is one of the biggest markets in the country and that Fox Sports values it more than anything else. I think that there is a fan base. I saw some numbers that uh, UW as an organization generates more money than either USC or UCLA. Same with Oregon. And I think that the conversation has to be if you are Jen Cohen, University of Washington, I don't think it's just the Big Ten or bust. I think it is you contact the SEC, you contact the ACC, maybe you contact the Big 12. It's about leverage at this point. And if if we were at the point where the SEC was just like, fuck the Big Ten. We're going to go out and grab UW in Oregon because you, you're you not going to. If you're going to leave that open because you're so fucking consumed by Notre Dame, we will go and take the Northwest, right? We will take the number 12 media market in the entire country easily, right? We will expand this conference to being a national conference in the way that you did even farther. And I think that's what UW has to be doing right now. It cannot be Big Ten or bust as an organization, it has to be looking at it from a national perspective. I think the Pac-12 ultimately is not going to be a viable conference for UW, despite how, you know, how much we might be upset about what that means for like the long-term, long-term historical rivalries and the, 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 look, I've been told repeatedly on this podcast that the way to be successful is to be in a small conference. So maybe UW should join the the West Coast Conference. I I I don't think I buy that college football. College basketball is a different beast. Look, I think there are people at Gonzaga who are scared right now too. You know what I mean? There are people throughout I, the country who are scared. I don't know. I mean, Gonzaga might be excited. This could be their path to to to, to something very different. I don't I don't know. We'll, Co- we'll see. College that basketball is. is a different animal though than college football is. Do you not agree I mean, though that we That's also part of it is just if, why if, why do we need conferences to that include football to include be the same as everything else? 
just why it, it's it's a historical accident basically. Like if you were designed from scratch, you would. Historical accident. Of course. Why do we have a fucking sports program affiliated with a stupid college? I mean, I don't know if I'd say that's a historical accident because we have sports programs affiliated with high schools. We have sports affiliated affiliated with middle schools. It was a natural outgrowth of that. Why do they make so much money? I think is a fair fair question. It is a historical accident based upon finances, right? At this point, like. It's something that ended up being profitable that they they were involved with before it was profitable and ended up being profitable and it should split off at this point. But the reason that that it has to exist is because the fan base exists around, right? Like it's all fucking gambit. You know what I mean? Like you're using this like idea of the institution or whatever to drum up fan interest in a way that it's no different than a professional sports franchise, right? An NFL franchise, etc. It is just, it's different marketing at this point. I mean, I suppose so. But I, I, like I'm saying, I, I think if if it becomes the point where there isn't any meaning to college football that is about the college part of that football, then college football ceases probably to be as profitable as it has been. They break off. People still want to watch young players play college football. Play football. football I just don't know that they care that much about that. Football, as it is, is the most important sport in the United States, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah. For three years, people have to play football before they can play professional football. The NFL is the undisputed leader of sports in the United States. For three years, people have to play football before they get to the NFL. That is why college football is but I don't th- I just don't think people care that there's not that many people that actually give a fuck about the draft. The reason they're watching it is the pageantry. It's the, the it's you know, the draft. It is that there are three years that you can pay to, and, and also the sprawling nature of it. Right. That's that's the thing that really to me is like. I just I truly am angry about this fucking idea. That it's like we're going out and these conferences are buying up markets, whether they matter or not. I will be honest, LA does not give a fuck about college football, right? We that's not true. That. No, we that's know, not no, true. We know that in, in a way that LA, LA was, cares. LA, they were the pro team in LA, like, and, and still they are relative to the Rams and the Chargers. I do not buy that at all. I, I think you're, I, you're I missing the boat on this one, do friend. Not buy that at all. I do not buy that. It is about it is a market issue. And I, I'm not I'm not fully understanding how these lines are being drawn. And that's where I get back to thinking about basketball, where it's oh, like what I, don't, I don't know that you not fully understanding something actually says anything. Okay, are you gonna tell me if you were just gonna drop a fucking Big Ten conference, you would be like, All right, Saginaw, Michigan, uh, Columbus, Ohio, LA uh, where the fuck Rutgers is, but it was in, in uh, I, I think you have to understand that Rutgers is the New York market. Saginaw in New York City cares about Rutgers University football because you're fucking tripping. If you I don't think they do, but that's why they're in the Big Ten. It's not because of, I, I get of that. Brunswick. East Brunswick? Like, maybe not. I think that is it. Uh, these things are drawn up in very, very incorrect ways. 
And so if you're sitting there and you're saying, like, if you're the Big Ten, you're like, we can bring in Seattle and we can bring in Eugene, but we don't want that. We're good because we have shit. I don't know that you – I don't know that – I mean, I don't think that they're, like, sitting – first off, again – Champaign, Illinois. The people who go to Illinois, they go to live in Chicago, and they come from Chicago. Chicago is the market. You're getting way too hung up. You understand that the University of Oregon doesn't isn't located in Portland. Eugene is not a big city on its own. Like you can't really be this dense, that. can you? Chicago is not an Illinois dominant market in the way that Portland is an Oregon dominant market. But Illinois is a Chicago dominant university. And also, Chicago is way bigger. Fans in Chicago than there are any other fans in Portland than Oregon. Like it's the, drawn up poorly. The whole fucking the, thing what, is drawn up poorly, and it's gonna go away. I mean, okay, sure. In like 50 years, yeah. In like 20 years, it's going to go away. I don't, and I don't think it's gonna result in something better. Like again, if you do it like the NFL, then people are flying all around the country. Like that's not a better outcome. The NFL is a better outcome than college football is. College football as it is. The NFL is a better outcome for the NFL than than college football is. College football is different from the NFL. And when you try to make college football the NFL, I mean, like, look, I think that the rules and the stylistic diversity are very cool about college football. I think in some ways the actual football itself is more interesting in college football than the NFL. But if you let people make that head-to-head comparison between college football and the NFL, they're going to pick the NFL and 10 times out of 10. The real reason college football exists is because of the fact that there are rules preventing the NFL from playing on Saturdays. If the NFL could play games on Saturdays, this none of this shit would matter. I agree. And the tide organization, the universities, and I think they're fucking up. By, by making this, by, by devaluing the universities, I think they are fucking up the situation. That's happening. But at the same time, you have to take that fear. And if you're UW and you're Oregon, you have to go back and you have to say, how are we going to compete? But I, the other thing you have to, the other thing you have to consider here, well, first off, that, that shouldn't even be on the table. That shouldn't be the concern. I, Why? Because only two teams a year get to play in the national championship game. Like, you can't plan your whole strategy around that. And guess what? The same two teams typically play every year. Uh, the the real the other issue you're not considering, and this is what's actually shocking about UCLA being able to move, is that God. UW is not going to be able to make this decision unilaterally. Jen Cohen doesn't get to just, and Anna Marie Cousin, I do not get to sit there and make this decision unilaterally. The state of Washington, Jay fucking Hinsley, is going to be involved in this decision, okay? I get the I get the feeling. I actually think that the state the state thing that came up today that John Canzano reported about for Oregon State and Wazoo was fucking bullshit. I, I think well, it's going to happen, okay? So you should expect there are, that. There are a lot more lawmakers in both those states who are UW grads and Oregon grads and are going I, to make the decision. But if you it doesn't matter whether they're UW grads; it matters whether they're their constituents. And and you know what the answer is: most of them don't give a fuck. The only thing that will hold these two organizations back from going to the Big Ten or the SEC or wherever will be the interest of those organizations. And if I those do not agree with this assessment because, again, the money comes from the state. Okay? UW is not a state-funded athletic department. They're not it doesn't matter whether it's a state-funded athletic about. department. It's a state-funded university. For God knows I, what reason, because it's not like we're actually allowing people from the state into the school anymore. Does UW take money from the state still? Yeah. 
Are you sure about that? Yes. At least the athletic department doesn't. It doesn't matter whether they do or not, okay? Again, the athletic department does not exist independent of the school, no matter how much more sensible that would be. There is nobody at the school who's going to stand in the way of this. The only thing that will stand in the you, way of this you're is wrong the Big, Big Ten and the SEC. And right now I'm at the place where if the Big Ten says no, let's fucking go to the SEC because I don't do it. How about we just stop paying attention to college sports? Why do we even watch college sports? That's a very I, long pause. I have no answer for that. It's fun. College football is fun. The it was fun. Hey, hold on. Not college sports. There's no... And the other thing is, college soft, softball is fun. That's the thing that fucking sucks about this, is UW has a great softball program. They all have to be at the whim of football. Can we just fucking break football out, not have it be part of the university, and have it be on its own? They can still be named the Washington Huskies, but they can be separate. They can pay their players, they can be totally separate, and then UW softball. USC isn't leaving because their softball program didn't want to play against UW. UC, as a reminder, does not have a softball program. Does UCLA? They have a pretty good one, in fact. Yes, UCLA uh, is a very good softball program. Uh, but the reality is none of this has to do with anything else. It is football only, and that's why it's fucking bullshit. That's why yeah. the conversation is fucking bullshit. It's because it's just about, like, literally UCLA is maybe the second or third, maybe first through third most storied college basketball program in the entire country, historically. And their college basketball program did not matter to this decision. Like, it is a football decision. We all know that. It doesn't hurt to have a good basketball program, but it doesn't matter. Football is what matters. Football is what paying, is paying these bills. And is what is making these organizations move throughout the country. But we have to find a better way to structure this than to constantly be knee-jerking, moving around, going one place, going to another place. Like, the reality is, I would love for these uh, and Oregon to be part of the Big Ten. That'd be very exciting. But at the end of the day, that's not permanent. UW and Oregon might be part of the Big Ten, and three years later, the Big Ten may completely change. It might not be the Big Ten anymore. It might be a national conference that UW and Oregon all of a sudden are not part of. So it, it's really difficult for me to even kind of process this decision. And it's really hard to even view it in a long-term perspective because what we're dealing with is so temporary. I mean, again, it just makes the case for not even care. It I strongly mean, makes that case. UW football is the fun thing to care about, though. Is it not? Some of the time it is. There's so much fucking shit about this where I'm just like, God, I can't wait to beat these bitch asses. You know what I mean? Like, I can't fucking wait to beat USC and UCLA and be like, have fun in the Big Ten, dude. You fucking suck at everything. It's very fr- And be like, enjoy your media market. Like, what did you do? You happen to be based in the city of LA? You had a good football program when our head coach was good two decades ago? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, oh, I hate college football. College sports in general. Yeah. Then why are you, like, why are you letting it have this power over you? Oh, it's, I don't know, but it's, it is fun to go to. You can't tell me that a Saturday in October. It's no, not it's not fun, fun to, to go to. Most of the games are played at 8 p.m. in the pouring rain. Do you think <laughs> the Arizona State game last year was fun to, to go to? 
get ready to play against Rutgers at 8 a.m. in the morning, right? <laughs> Where do you think we end up? I think that the Pac-12 will try to make a go of it with some lesser, with some Pac-12 and Big 12 will merge and try to make a go of it. I mean, do you think there's any chance of, let's say it's an ACC Pac-12? I mean, I suppose so. You think we're talking status quo completely? I don't, I don't know what that, I don't know what that does, the Pac-12 and ACC. I mean, I mean, again, Again, just geography is a thing that exists. So I know that the Big Ten wants to pretend not, but it does. I fucking. Okay. I think UW is in. Also, Boise State somehow ends up in the Pac 12. (laughs) Nobody seems to want Boise State. Uh, I think UW ultimately ends up in the Big Ten, and I think it'll be a pretty frustrating process. I think the idea that the only West Coast teams would maybe be USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Stanford as kind of like our guaranteed games. And it's funny because only two of those teams are, are even one, right? Or I guess, yeah, or Oregon and Stanford are guaranteed games right now for UW, right? Uh, USC and UCLA are not as both being in the South. But the idea I mean, that those are going I mean to that's why the Pac-16 would actually have been like a, an amazing outcome because you would have ended up in the same division as UCLA and USC. I'm not sure the Pac-12 had enough to offer at that point. I mean, clearly, clearly they didn't. That's why it didn't happen. To bring those teams over, but I mean, who knows? Maybe like again, ultimately, the reality is Oklahoma and Texas are going to go to the SEC, and. Are they going to be happy there forever? They're the premier programs in their conference right now. They're the most important programs in their conference. Are they fifth, sixth, seventh in the SEC? Does Oklahoma become an irrelevant program in the SEC? There's a chance in it. And are they going to be happy after that? I, I just think if there's not an overall governing body, if there's nothing tying these teams to these conferences, I don't really know if, if everything is going to be so permanent. And we're going to be, see constant changes until we fucking figure this out and we stop caring, I suppose. I think I've made clear where my money is here. Uh, I wish I had a more succinct perspective about this, but I'm kind of just mad about it all. <laughs> well, it's decidedly not succinct. It was anything but that. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people out there who are going through a lot of emotions right now. I'm fucking following, like, random Big Ten rumor dude. I'm just like, please let UW join the Big Ten. It's like, I don't even, I guess I want that to happen, but is that what I want in 2025 to be like UW, Iowa? I guess I don't care. Do I, I just care hope- about a rivalry with Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah? Not really. I mean, I care about them less than the Pac-8. The longest, longer you've been playing UW consecutively, the more I care about you as a rival. Uh, I'm just hoping that we get some for unprotected, a bunch of unprotected first-round picks in this trade. Look, if if Utah can get four for Rudy Gobert, I don't feel like I feel like we should be able to get a lot for UCLA and USC. I, I truly just thinking on this when there's so much about just like, well, what can you add for us? How much are you gonna add to the TV deal? And we're in this fucking situation where Seattle is sitting out there. I just, everything has pointed bad to Seattle. Has there been a situation where it's just been like, you know what? Things went great for Seattle in that situation. 
Can you think of one? Uh, I, I'm sure there is one. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Ichiro signing in 2001? What? <laughs> Like, I mean, look, we have gotten a lot of Japanese players over the years. We didn't get the very best of them, but we've, we've gotten a, a lot of... Time. Sasaki, it's been a long time. Has there don't, disres- situation that- don't disrespect Ooh. Kenji Jojima. Okay, yeah, Jojima. But, like, there have been a lot of... How's that fucking dude for the Cubs playing, Suzuki? He's not, he's not doing anything, right? They're, like, one of the worst teams. Unclear. Scholars are divided. <laughs> Nobody can find out. <laughs> but I just the idea that we're having this conversation about college football where it's like, whoa, what can this market do for us? I'm in Minnesota. Oh, I'm the University of Nebraska, and I don't think the Seattle market does that. Much I don't. Better. I don't, I don't feel like this response you? is what you're saying it is. I I think Are the point kidding? from the Big Ten is we can add UW and Oregon whenever the fuck we want. We don't need to why, do it today. Why, you, why do UW and Oregon need to have that fucking bitch response? Let's go to SEC. Let's go. Fuck the Big Ten. Fuck the Big Ten. Why is, Suzuki that, is, why is it? He's playing okay. <laughs> That's what everybody's asking for. Um, but I, I really don't like being in that perspective. If I, I'm also, I don't understand, like... You seem to be taking this as a personal reflection on you. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. care. The University of Washington does not does not affect my self view as a person. Seattle, only only the efficacy of my trade grades affects my <laughs> self view of who I am as a person. You can't even know those until months after. I right, well, years. Right, you said Demar Derozan was bad, and then maybe it was good, and then maybe it's bad again. Look, these are trade grades cannot be viewed for like four or five years after. That's the beauty of it. I get to write them right now and feel the emotions, and not have to worry about the ramifications for a long time. Where does the where does Purdue University play? Purdue. Uh, yeah. it, it's something like East Lafayette. Fucking cares I don't, you're too play. hung up and, on the fucking cities where these teams schools are you have okay, to worry about tell where me, are tell the places that people go there from i'm gonna extend my ear to the ocean and you tell me the place that somebody gives a fuck about purdue i i think that in indianapolis many of their many of the people in indianapolis are probably purdue graduates okay i'm gonna extend my ear to the ocean and then you tell me where the fuck people give a fuck about indiana well, it it turns out that that Indianapolis is actually a very large fuck city. The Indianapolis market is divided between two big pendings. Get the fuck out of here! Are you kidding me? We have the twelfth, maybe even higher best market in the country, and we have Indianapolis divided between two programs. The big fucking stupid. This is this is part of why you're so wrong here. You're wrong on so many levels. So wrong that USD and UCLA are fucking idiots. All we needed was a real commissioner to go get a real deal, and we would fucking have this money. They're gonna look like fucking dummies for this. They want to be aligned with Indiana, with Rutgers, with Maryland. That's what they're right, looking for. You just wanted to like I. You just want to vent about the Big Ten weirdly. You understand that it's not only a function of. <laughs> Great, great use of my time. I'm, I'm not busy at all right now. Thanks. Uh, understand that it's not only the size of the market. It's a combination of the size of the market and how much the market cares about the specific college 
or and college sports in general. Look, I mean, the other thing I've been thinking about, like it, college sports matters a lot more in Indianapolis than it does in Seattle, Washington. And one of the things I've been thinking about is like, look, the reason we care as much about UW as we do is because our dad started caring about UW football in the 1960s when his family moved from South Dakota with no allegiance. Dakota Wesleyan was not you know, a huge formative role in their lives, despite their father going there. And there were no professional sports here. Like someone who moves to Seattle, Washington in 2022, it's a very different situation than it was in the 1960s because there are, you know, I mean, depending where you draw the line, so many professional sports teams on a roundup that you can care about without having to care about UW. It's not a basketball team. Then it was that and hydroplane racing. Those were your only options. (laughs) The only the only fucking organization that cares about markets and fandoms is college football, and the NBA doesn't give a shit. So this is what we're left with. In one sport, nobody cares, and in one sport, everyone cares. And it's fucked for both of us. Thanks. Love living in Seattle. Ugh. Well, good news. You're moving to L.A. soon, so you're going to be in Big Ten country. I might live in Hawaii, dog. Call Brennan's a god here. <laughs> Give me Tommy Chang or nothing, baby. Timmy Chang, wow, you're Timmy gonna Chang. get kicked out of your New Age Booster Club if you don't get that. <laughs> I I have no time left for Seattle. Aren't, aren't you supposed to be asleep by this point? Are you complaining about that you're going to sleep at like eight thirty in Hawaii time? Eight thirty is bedtime. Well, it's, that's <laughs> in one minute. Pitch black. It's probably not even pitch black in Seattle right now, but it, it is. It is pitch black. But it was. I walked out of the storm game at 9:40 p.m. and there was definitely still plenty of visible, visible light. Well. Well, anyway. <laughs> on that note, we got, to, we, we, we got to, to fight about this for a second. You got to be wrong. Uh, it's been literally days. Bad since you've done it so everything is bad to go back to updating our cfb and fucking twitter random people just hoping to let the u-dub and the fucking big 10 so we can cling on to our college football lives for another two years i'm just saying let's let's uh you know dominate the uh the remnants of the pac-12 and then we can eventually start getting a bunch of international prospects like Gonzaga did what Start complaining about not being invited to the college football playoff. College football is stupid. I hate it. You hate it so much that you spent an hour complaining about it. Uh, thanks for listening, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. You, 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 you know ID, ID in the D in the L-A. ID, ID in the D in the F-E-A. You, you know ID, ID in the D in the L-A. ID, ID in the D in the F-E-A.